So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, hello and welcome back to today's episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. <laughs> a little bit stumbling around here in the intro. And as you can see in the background, we are today on a paulminus.com website. I just click, yeah, now you can see it a little bit better, a little bit more easier. And we are on a paulminus.com website. I still did not kind of edit the template that I'm always having on YouTube and or for the podcast as well, so that there's actually always the, uh, the common websites that I'm, you know, probably on in the episode. So I will hopefully do this, you know, in in a few episodes, I hope. Um, yeah, we are going to talk about Top of Mind by John Hull or John Hull or Hull or whatever it is pronounced. And this is a book dedicated to, and I'm going to read the small summary of it. Top of Mind is a book for business leaders, public speakers, social media influencers, thought leaders, personal brands, and any company that wants to build meaningful relationship with its audience and industry influencers through a powerful content strategy, which is basically all the things that I'm kind of applying to myself. And therefore, I kind of felt like, okay, I'll choose it. Maybe there's something I can learn from it. Maybe there's something that you can learn from it. Um, I looked it up once on Amazon to see whether it's actually a good book, whether, you know, the uh, reviews are great, if this is actually a book that um, is some kind of popular, if I can just, you know, pretty much ex expect a lot from it or not. Uh, I just looked it up, yeah, and I found uh, 60 people have actually bought it on Amazon, which is fairly, you know, a low amount. I don't know if it was the German website of, of Amazon or if it was the, uh, the real... Um, uh, the, 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 the dot com website which is always a, bit, a little bit of a struggle because you can definitely find English books on the German website as well but the Amazon.com website is still you know the, mo the one with the most uh, yeah with the most summaries not summaries but reviews or I just expect that there are just more ex uh, more um, reviews than on the German website so who is this book for? Top of Mind is a book for business leader yeah, this is exactly the same thing as just before. So about the author, John Hull is the CEO and co-founder of Influence & Co, a tech-enabled content marketing agency that helps brands and individuals extract and leverage their expertise to create, publish, and distribute content to gain influence, visibility, and credibility with their key audiences. He is consistently mentioned in major publications as a top influencer, leader, and speaker. For example, Forbes, Forbes I've seen. Uh, he seems to have spoken in Forbes, which I think basically just means that there was an article about him in the Forbes magazine. So in the summary, I loved how practical and in-depth this book was. In the summary, we will explore how the consumer landscape has changed through inbound marketing and branding, how to build an authentic, transparent and consistent personal brand and how to be valuable and, and top of mind to your audience through content. Ready? Let's go. And the whole inbound marketing, if you're not familiar with it, this is basically something that didn't get started, but it definitely kind of got spread by uh, HubSpot. I think it's called. I do not know. You know, it's definitely a website and also, I think, an agency. So a marketing agency. And inbound marketing basically means just um, some kind of just 
approaching the whole sale thing with actually just you know doing the best for the customer just being really great to the customer giving what they actually want and just making it some kind of a friend and then you know in the further step, steps it will be a customer and then it will be a loyal customer and whatsoever so this is just really based on being kind and giving the person giving this uh this customer what he or she actually wants or what he or she actually needs and so on so it's basically kind of based on not being a fucked up person fucking with people's money or people in general so how to stay on top of mind the consumer landscape today credibility is the new currency consumers want real human connection uh, the kind they can get any only from other people not from some soulless corporate brand People don't care about your products and services, they care about their needs. That's why it's important to ask the following questions. Am I delivering real value to my customers every day outside the main products and services that I offer? Do I understand the real needs and pain points of my customers and prospects? If my customers are having a significant problem, would they think of and contact me first? And do my customers look and trust me? If potential customers, clients are thinking about you at the moment they begin looking for a solution for their needs, you are at a distinct co competitive advantage. That's the definition of being on top of mind brand, of being at top of mind brand. And this totally makes sense. I think these questions are one of the most valuable questions you can ask yourself if you're really a business owner or you're just having a business or you know, yeah, if you're just having a business. <laughs> Um, and, but also if you're just having a personal brand or just if you're an influencer, I think this just really applies to a lot of things that you might be working at because, because it just makes sense. You know, it just makes sense that you understand your target audience, you know what their pain points are, um, you know what they need and so that you can actually provide all those things that you can pretty much make sure that actually if you're just, okay, you know their needs, you know what their pain points are, you know what they just you know, really want and you know uh, yeah, what their problems are, then creating a solution, this is just really value for these people. And this just makes it so obvious that they, these people will follow you or these people will buy your product or these people will become your customers. If you're really having a great solution, a solution that will just really, 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 really solve the problem. But how can you stay on top of mind? The first one is listen to your target audience and create an open-ended conversation that is as dynamic as your customer base. As your customer base. So what do they value? What's important to them? The second one is craft the way you engage and communicate with the audience or with this audience around content triggers. And the third one is repeat. This way, valuable content pulls people toward your company and product uh, the moment they are looking for a solution to their problem, inbound marketing, which is in brackets. Four steps of inbound marketing. The first one is attract. And this is basically, I think, just the steps that I just uh, before uh, was willing to <laughs> pretty much explain. Um, I've been thinking about and just reading about inbound marketing quite often. And this is, I think, some kind of the trend we're having nowadays. You know, it's always, or it nowadays it's just really going towards just being nice to the customer, just um, having advertisement that they actually care about, um, just providing the best for the customer. So it's quite also or always about the customer. It's, you know, all around the customer. 
So, uh, which is, at my point of view, definitely great. You know, it hasn't been always like this. This is also something that I found through my little kind of research and through the books that I've been going through and through the people um, that I've been listening to that it wasn't like this all the time. You know, even my marketing teacher in school said that, um, you know, some years ago, advertising was more about actually explaining what this fucking product can do for you. It wasn't about just pretty much, which is, you know, the nowadays tactic of selling something or just advertising tactic, which is pretty much selling feelings and selling experience, not experience, but, um, sorry, (laughs) not experience, but, um, it's not experiences. Is it experience? So it's basically just, yeah, it's just only about feelings and just giving people something to just be, yeah, to be happy about, I think. You know, if it's not a fucking experience, never mind. (laughs) So definitely feelings. So four steps of inbound marketing. The first one is attract. First, you attract your target audience, usually to your website through compelling, helpful, and engaging content. Uh... Uh, there could be insightful think pieces. They could be insightful think pieces, enlightening how-to videos, live updates from a real-time event, an article on an external industry publication, and so on. So basically, I would just say what your target audience just really wants to to have. You know, a lot of audience just you know want videos. Videos in general are just pretty powerful because, at my point of view, all humans in general are. They're definitely more like um, more like uh, visual than anything else. So I think in general, just going for a video, going through animated content is just pretty great. And I totally see it on Instagram as well and in general on social media that um, video is just the best way to go. Um, there's nothing to co- <laughs> nothing to really just talk about or just complain about or whatsoever. It is what it is. And, um, but, you know, besides the whole fact, it's always about what your target audience is like, you know, some target audiences just would like to have a really, really big text or article to go through with a a lot of information, with a lot of insights whatsoever. Some might just want a really tiny article. Some maybe want just an Instagram picture that's really compelling and it's really just looking nice. And some other just audiences do just only want to have something like an audiobook or just something like audio they can listen to while they're doing something else. You know, I just, I would just really say that you should provide something, some content that is really compelling to the audience and that the audience just really likes and would like to interact with. The second one is convert. Once they're on your website, it's time to build trust by giving them more valuable resources like white papers, ebooks, etc., and not a hard sell. Um, in exchange for the con- in exchange for the contact information, the goal is to position yourself as the best resource for them when they when they when they are ready to buy. The third one is close to turn your leads into customers. Nurture the relationship through personal communication based on how they are interacting with your content and company. Keep detailed records in your customer relationship management CRM system and track your performance. And the fourth fourth point, and the last one is delight. Sometimes sales teams lose interest after getting a customer. That's a bad move, and that's totally a bad move because it doesn't mean that a customer just bought something that they actually 
don't want to buy something from you again. So therefore, always just caring about the people, always just giving them some valuable content, giving them some valuable emails, what they're actually just willing to open, what they're willing to look forward to the to next fucking email. Because most of the time, to be really honest, no fucking body just really opens their emails. I think. So I'm not doing it. I've heard that it might be some kind of 3%, 4% of people actually just opening their fucking emails. And this, um, yeah, this is just amazing. And this might be because we always just have gotten so many emails that were just bullshit in them and they're just not valuable to us or were not valuable to us. Um, nothing hurts your new client more than feeling used like you were only ever interested in the sale. Instead, transforming customers into promoters of your brand with continuous, valuable and relevant content. The conclusion, people have problems. That's totally true. And they first search online to learn about to, to learn more about what people have to say and, and arm themselves with as much information as possible before ever looking for buying solutions. Valuable content and inbound marketing helps, helps you be the person or the company they will first talk to. And that's totally true. And I think this is totally interesting and totally great that he actually points out that people actually search for the solutions online. So the first thing is, what they're doing, they search for the best solution, they search for the best product, and they pretty much re-evaluate um, what is the best one. And then they make the buy eventually, maybe not, maybe they just, you know, find so much great content that they actually do not have to buy anything, but just, you know, going through this certain content, which is great. Um, but this is one of the things that I think a lot of companies do not think about, that people actually just... I don't know, they just go online and search for information, just look for what they actually want to do. This is actually something that I've been speaking about in another context uh, a few episodes ago. <laughs> but I think I will just move on with this um, because I'm, first of all, interested in it. I do think there's something coming up that's pretty pretty fucking giving value to you. So <laughs> I care about the value. <laughs> the second one is creating a trustworthy brand. Why trust is important Trust is a living, breathing, and emotional bond that connects people to one another. It's intimate, personal, and powerful. In a world where it seems like everyone is out to pitch, scam, or screw you, it is also a rare and precious commodity. There are no shortcuts to gaining someone's trust. If you don't make a long-term commitment to keeping the fire going, it will quickly burn out. There are at least seven touch points for creating trust. The first one is authenticity, and this is definitely true if people just really recognize, and I would say in general people have a really great sense for other people being not authentic, being like just really shitty, just as their real person, and so on. So I do quite feel like that people actually feel as well um, when people are not really really honest to them and if people just really want to fuck with them and all the other negative things. I, I do just think that just people feel it in general. Um, the second one is helpfulness. The third one is likability. The fourth one is familiarity. The fifth one is brand and tough or thought leadership. The sixth one is content triggers and the seventh one is education. Uh, let's analyze below the most important touch points. Helpfulness. When you help people out rather than Treating them as extensions of your business plan, your interactions become friendly, genuine, and infused with humanity. And therefore, 
And this is actually something that I found pretty great when I first saw it, which is all these bots on websites where you can actually, you know, just write these bots and I will just, you know, spit out some of the best advice they have for you or spit out where you can find certain things on their website. I do believe that this is one of the things that every single company will have in the near future. And there's also something other people have talked about. I do not know whom. I think it was actually Gary Vee, <laughs> like fucking always. But um, I think it's great. I totally think it's great and it is just the problem about it might be that there are always going to be less work and less work and less work because um, a lot of the things we just need are just kind of exchanged for robots or just, you know, AI or whatever you want to call it. And all these human beings do just have to do something else. I'm not saying enough being so kind of, is it cynical? I do not even know what this means, but I think it just sounds great. So <laughs> just use it. Um, now, what I actually mean is, um, I do not want to be so negative or whatsoever that, you know, all the robots and the AI will take all our jobs and, you know, whatever. Um, I do not know this will be the truth for my time of living. And I think I'll hopefully live for just a really long time. I'm not gonna, uh, yeah, screwed it up for me. <laughs> um, no, but I do think that there will be a lot of jobs that we can do as humans but I still think there are a lot of great jobs that roboters or AI can do. For example, yeah, um, on these websites, just being a great help for the people that are on the website searching for something and um, not really able or not really willing to just talk to the people or uh, whatsoever, which is, you know, also just taking up a little bit time for them actually responding. Uh, the, the AI is actually a little bit, you know, faster and whatsoever. So I in general think that it is great. <clears throat> So how to be helpful? Share knowledge. It's what humans have been doing forever. Learn something new and share it with others. Connect people with what they value. You can help a person only if you know what kind of help they would find valuable. Come right, uh, come right out and ask. Uh, share resources. Mobilize your idle assets in creative ways to help your contacts. What resources do you or your company have that you can share? Make people aware of opportunities. A well-timed opportunity can change someone's life. That's definitely the truth. Make people aware of opportunity. I've read that. Uh, offer transparent feedback. When you offer it to someone, you're saying, I take you seriously and I want to help you succeed. Uh, become a brand advocate. Stand up for someone else's brand and brand advocacy. advocacy to create a direct path to the top of their mind. Provide referrals. Uh, like brand advocacy, referrals invite people to establish direct connections with your company, which generates trust. Uh, volunteer your personal time. Devoting your personal time to help others is meaningful and memorable because time is both precious and scarce. Uh, recognize people. Good work should be recognized. Uh, when you have a good experience with someone from another company, email their boss about it. Definitely a great way to go. And I think in general, just praising other people's just uh, moves or other people's activities in front of other people in general, if it's, you know, personal, if it's, I think, more personal than online, because online it's, it's something that a lot of people do. And, you know, it's 
just the same thing with Instagram. And I especially know it with Instagram, you're just posting some shit and every single person just just comments, yeah, great post, I like it, check out mine or some shit like this. And then people wonder why no the fuck just really wants to go to their content and check it out. No one will do it unless they're really big and maybe they have such a, you know, a blue piece of blue just, what is it called actually? Some blue flower kind of thing next to the name that might make them a little bit more interesting than 99.9% of the other people that are swearing around on Instagram. But the thing is just commenting some, some, some useless shit and especially then advertising yourself as well on top of the whole shit is just really something that I do just think about like, why do people do this? They are first of all spending a lot of money, maybe even because it's automated and it's just... Yeah, probably it's automated. Then they just lose a lot of time and they get basically nothing from it. Maybe a little bit, you know. I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, you know, if it's automated and they really do it on a, a lot of fucking posts, it might be like that they're actually kind of having a ROI off of it. But in general, I do think, no, it's, it's definitely not something that you should be doing. Rather take your time, a little bit more time, one hour more to just write useful comments on your just, you know, people's content or you know, really answer questions on other people's content, which is, you know, also a great way to go and just help those people out with, you know, what you have to say and with your knowledge. And this will create reputation. These just people will just find helpful (laughs) because we're talking about helpfulness, what you have to say and what you can offer them. So you create a value, you're just, you know, you're just coming up to them, just telling them something that they actually need and why wouldn't they just then check out your stuff if, you know, they got some value from you? Hmm. Um, and the whole recognizing people thing is, uh, in another context, also pretty important, just actually knowing people's names. I do often see it in schools where just teachers always say then, okay, you know, I'm just having to memorize so many fucking names. It's not possible for me and whatsoever. Um, I still still think, and this is actually, I think... Uh, standing also in how to win friends and influence people that a person's name is actually pretty valuable to them and uh, one of the one of the things that piss me off uh, just pretty pretty extremely are when people just uh, yeah tell me with the wrong name because I'm actually called Christopher and in German there is a just another name which is Christoph like without the E and R. And a lot of people just think that I'm a Christoph, but I'm not. And this really pisses me off every single time when people get it wrong. And I just really say them to them, okay, you know, it's there's an ER, you know, and then they will come up and say, okay, is it so important to you? I've, I've stumbled across this, <laughs> to be really honest. And then I think like, you know what? You know, for sure a name is just important to people. I've been living with my name for 18 years now. And I think with every single year you're just having this name, it's just a part of your life. It's just a part of you. And, you know, a lot of people might might not like the name. This could also be true. And a lot of people will like the name. And you're just, I think, insulting them if you're just not just naming them with their right name. And or if you just, you know, do not in general name them with any name, you know. Uh, which was actually the point that I wanted to make with teachers that they just, you know, call you like, yeah, just tell me, um, sometimes, you know, I shouldn't complain because this is something not to complain about. There's totally something way worse than just being called a wrong name or being 
you're having your your name pronounced the wrong way or some shit like this. But I think it's still important, especially with your, when you're dealing with people that might be relevant for your business or for yourself. Just you know, really just telling them and really just naming them with their you know exact name and being sure that you actually approach them in a correct way. You know, I think a name is something that's so important for people and yeah as i said I, I think you would insult them if you just you know call them with another name or uh pronounce it you know wrongly um give gifts give gifts that are deeply meaningful to the person and come with no strings attached personal personalized experiences the more per- personalized you can make your audiences experiences the more special and valued valid you will help them feel this definitely is true just you know sending them and this is the exact same thing with what i've been talking about before um which was just commenting meaningful shit with you know everybody knows that it is some kind of automated and everybody knows that a lot of people will still get this single uh yeah this single um this single comment i'm the funny thing is i'm always getting just in a week, I'm putting out 100 post, no, 70 posts in a week, and I always see these certain people that are commenting always the same shit on my post. I still engage with them, but it, because I do just think like, okay, this is great for my uh, f- for the algorithm 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 that people actually see my content a little bit more when I'm having more co- more comments. <laughs> um, therefore, I'm just not going to just delete it or uh, prevent my page from being just commented by them. But I still just think like, you know, I've never ever, and I will, I think, never ever just check out what they did. Maybe I have because they were so, just so pissing me off that I actually thought like, okay, do they actually provide something? And most of the time, no, they just, you know, do certain shit and uh, yeah, at the end, it's not something that's pretty valuable for me. And I think maybe it is valuable for other people, but it wasn't for me. And the last one is, how can I can I be helpful to you? Simply close each conversation by asking this. People will feel appreciation, a letter to the top of mind position. Definitely. I pretty much like this uh, this book by now, I think. And it's definitely not something that I will always say. <laughs> there are a lot of books which are just, um, yeah, even though, you know, this is some common sense to be honest, but um, to really just, you know, to really, really be honest, a lot of the times just, all these common sense things just really seem not so common sense if you just read them. And a lot of people just forget them. I forget them myself as well. And it's also uh, always great to just, you know, get reminded on the really basic shit and just get reminded on something that's that's common sense or seems to be common sense, but that's actually important. Helpfulness exercise. To, tr- to truly make helpfulness your second nature, you need to integrate it integrated into every aspect of your life and engage with people through multiple touch points regularly think of three people you are close to friends family co-workers you see every day what do you know about them and their current problems and or challenges what can you do to make their lives easier and is there anything you can do to connect them to a valuable opportunity and i think the last point is one of these that a lot of people do just miss out which is just connecting them to a valuable opportunity. And I think if you're having a business, this is also the thing you should be doing. If it's, you know, even if it's just really letting them go to the uh, to your competitors, just being like, okay, you know, my product that I'm just offering 
just isn't fitting you as or isn't just giving you as much value and or isn't just the right product for you and what you're searching for. And then coming up and like just being, okay, you just check out this product. This is just from a competitor, but I know this will just fit you and I know this will be great for you. Isn't this a great feeling, first of all, for the fucking customer and second of all for you? You know, isn't this just, you know, wouldn't you just feel great if you just know you can provide something for another people, even if it's not a person, even if it's not from you, if it's not produced by you, if it's not from your company, but you still know that this is actually providing value to this person and this is actually solving uh, her or his problem. You know, I would, I think even though it's just really hard giving away customers, but I do, do still think on the other hand, if you're just giving them a product or just, you know, selling them a product that's, you know, that might not fit their, um, yeah, that their expectations fully, um, I think um, they won't come back. But if you're like, okay, please go to the other party and just see what they have and maybe you can find something there, just... I think really just tells them, okay, I care about you. And I do therefore think that people will come back. And and yeah. Um, so this was actually a story or actually some thoughts that I do have from Gary Vee, um, which is always a great thing if you just, you know, listen to a lot of inspiring voices that you just can get a lot from them. And I just do memorize a lot what they say. I, I memorize nothing. I can't, I forget quite everything really everything which is just you know it, it's a little bit scary for me already but um some of the things gary said and some of the things that a lot of other if it's motivational speaker speakers or um in general businessmen said they're just really in my brain and they just really kind of um are with me on my journey to just being the greatest version of myself and i do just yeah this just also provides me with the ability to to add more value to what i'm telling here to what I'm speaking about here um, which is definitely a great thing but um, yeah so he if you notice so uh, he once was a business owner of a, a wine store yeah okay let's say business owner I will just say it. Um, there was once a time um, which is actually the same exact podcast episode or this little snippet that I was you know pretty much um, listening to today which is the funny thing um, and that was a customer and he he or she might have just, you know, looking for a certain product or a certain wine. And he just came up to the person and said like, okay, you know, this is not a wine that's that's fulfilling your, just your needs. It's not, you know, a problem solving product. And he just, you know, sent them to another person to the, comp- to, to the competition um, because he knew that they have, that they have a better product for them. And this was just incredible for me if I just heard it the first time. I was like, it is tough, you know, it is tough definitely as a business owner, but it just shows that you really care about the people you're serving, that you really care about the people you're just dealing with. And yeah. Do I... I'm just thinking about if I should go on with it a little bit, at least for the second point or the, the, the next point that's coming up there is transparency and likability. But the following point would be then how to be likable. So I do quite feel like, okay, these two points will just stick together or should be stick together. And therefore, I think it let it, I let it be it, um, you know, at least. I've, I'm pretty much, I think I, um, 
I'm just, you know, a little bit getting down to some kind of a 30-minute episodes every single day, which is, I think, nothing that's too, too bad, to be honest, because in 30 minutes you can talk a lot about, and which is, you know, totally great, and I do think that's not too, uh, yeah, too long for the people on YouTube. Um, it is kind of great for the people who are listening to the podcast, I think. So there are actually podcast episodes which are just lasting for two hours, from Tim Ferriss and I think uh, a lot of other people as well. Um, but I don't know, you know, in general, I would say podcast episodes are longer, but I don't know, you know, what's working the best. But I will know when I do just have an audience with quite a few people and they will just tell me that I'm so looking forward to it when I just can't tell them or ask them, what do you need? And I will then just, you know, make uh, yeah, videos based on these things that my audience actually needs. Because the problem that I'm having is that I actually do not know, maybe I'm just not listening enough. You know, it, it might be just a fact. Maybe I'm just not listening enough, but I'm currently not pretty much knowing what my people or what my audience actually needs. And yeah. But yeah, uh, with that being said, this is the end of the episode. Uh, do not forget to think about your legacy. Legacy is important and just keep yourself, uh, yeah, Remind yourself on giving back to the people. If it's in your progress, if it's after your progress, you just have to give back to the people something or to the world or to somebody else whatsoever. But yeah, I still with you to wish you the best wealth, health, happiness and success, especially happiness. And yeah, i see you tomorrow. I wish you a wonderful night or day. And I see you. Yeah, and I love you. <laughs>